0: Hi, welcome to this episode of A Thousand Wise, I'm Ning Ningyan. If you only follow one time zone, knowing that people in certain parts of the world are still using two sets of calendars it may sound strange and complex to you. I get it, but if you're from Japan or Vietnam who also follow the lunar calendar, you know what I'm talking about. For a Chinese like me, it's actually fun to use both the Gregorian calendar, which is based on the movement of the sun, and our very own lunar calendar, which is based on the movement of the Moon, of course. It's been part of our lives for more than 100 years to use two calendars. And believe me, it's not as complicated as you might think. And I'd like to give you an example of what it's like. It means each of us has two dates of births, one on the Gregorian calendar and the other on the lunar calendar. For instance, for someone born on January the 1st in the year 2020, his or her birthday is, of course, January the 1st on the Gregorian calendar. But we Chinese would also check the day on a lunar calendar, which is the seventh day of the lunar December, if I could put it this way. Happy birthday! And I'll show you how our calendar looks like so in most cases it shows each month and day with both chinese and western calendar information together including all the important anniversaries and festivals for the whole year and then there is the question when will this little baby we we're just talking about celebrate hazel her first birthday so i look it up on the calendar of my phone which has two sets of calendars of course His or her first birthday could be either New Year's Day 2021 that one is easy peasy right? Or more than two weeks later on January 19th the same year. So clearly the baby's Gregorian birthday and lunar birthday don't fall the same day like it was when he or she was born. The reason is the Chinese lunar calendar has 12 or 13 lunar months per year and is about 20 to 50 days behind the Gregorian calendar. And tricky thing is, every 19 years, generally speaking, for most people, the two times will coincide. So it means when the baby turns 19, or 38, or 57, so on and so forth, it's highly possible that the two dates fall on the same day. Alright, then what do we do with the two birthdays? I guess it's all up to the family to choose which one to celebrate or when the baby grows old enough to make their choice. As a matter of fact, please bear in mind we we'll still just grow one year older per year. Some Chinese would celebrate both. The Gregorian one was friends and colleagues and the lunar one was family. But in my case, I only celebrate one, whichever one that comes first. So at this point, you might wonder and ask, which one do you put on your birth certificate then? Well, there's only one date of birth registered for sure, which in most cases are Gregorian birthday. The reason? China uses the Gregorian calendar for most official and business purposes since the beginning of the 20th century. So it means officially, China starts its years on January the 1st and ends on December the 31st on the Gregorian calendar. But despite that, The Chinese lunar calendar is still very important, both in China and overseas Chinese communities in the sense that each and every traditional festival is determined by the lunar calendar, such as our most important festival of the year, the Chinese Lunar New Year. I knew from the time when I was a little child that we had two new years to celebrate. So every year after the New Year's Day on January the 1st, which is a public holiday, there's still the Chinese New Year, also known as the Spring Festival, to look forward to. The Spring Festival is a much bigger celebration with a week-long holiday, and on the Gregorian calendar it falls on different dates. While this may seem a little complicated, until you bear in mind some Christian festivals such as Easter are still synchronized to the moon and not the sun. The moon has actually been the most useful clock for thousands of years, long before China adopted the common Gregorian calendar that many countries use today. It takes the moon about 30 days to go around the Earth, and that's one month cycle. The lunar calendar charts the passage of time using the phases of the moon with one month cycle, and just as importantly, the face of the moon changes through this period from full to half, to new to half, and back to full again. So a Chinese month begins with the appearance of a waxing crescent moon and a full moon marks the midway point. It's said that the invention of the lunar calendar is attributed to the Yellow Emperor back in the mists of ancient China. Very accurate astronomical measurements needed to be taken to keep the lunar calendar in step with the complex orbit of the moon. For many centuries, the Purple Mountain Observatory in Nanjing in East China has been calculating the lunar calendar for the country. By carefully tracking the face of the moon, Chinese ancestors worked out accurate dates in the year to make sure things are done at the correct time. Ancient Chinese people also named each lunar month according to what they or nature traditionally did in that month. So this is where they call each month. I'll start from the first to the twelfth. The first month is called Zheng Yue, which literally means first month, followed by the second, apricot month, the third being peach month, the fourth, plum month, and the fifth, pomegranate month, the sixth is lotus month, the seventh, orchid month, the eighth is cinnamon month, and the ninth is chrysanthemum month, the tenth is fine month, the eleventh is the winter months, and the twelfth is preserved months, which refers to the preservation of meat, indicating a shortage of fresh meat at this time. As you can see, the lunar calendar has helped Chinese people to better understand and recall the seasons, temperatures and seasonal biological phenomena. The lunar calendar has also given rise to many yearly activities, when seeds must be planted, grain harvested, fruit gathered, and sheep moved to upland. Farmers in many parts of the country still use the calendar to plan when to put seeds in the ground for optimal harvests. And based on dates that are considered lucky, couples plan their weddings, families choose when to relocate, and when to build a house. Business owners decide when to make a new investment, etc. Didn't know that the lunar calendar meant this much to the Chinese? Well, now you do. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Thousand Wise. I'm Ning Yan. Bye for now.